Hello, and welcome to the Road from Emmaus podcast. I'm Jason Lowe, joined by Andrew Chow, and we are two totally ordinary Catholic guys hoping to share our journeys. Like the disciples on the road to Emmaus, we've each encountered Christ in our lives. Join us as we talk about what comes next. Today, Andrew and I talk about something called the primacy of grace. It's a fancy sounding term that really just refers to how God, as our loving Father and Creator, seeks us. He yearns to be with us, and He has already done everything to make a relationship happen. On our end, sometimes we think too much about what we need to do or where we need to go on our journey of faith when really we just need to realize that God is already meeting us where we are. He just needs us to open the door to let him in. Andrew and I jump around a bit as we try to unpack this, so please do bear with us. So before we start today's episode, I want to break some news because I want to feel like a legit (laughs) podcast and feel like a news anchor. So I don't know if you heard, uh, it was just released today by our Cardinal, Thomas Collins. Um, because, so in case those who aren't updated with the whole COVID news, uh, Toronto has been labeled as like a red zone and like it's uh, surrounding regions, parts, parts of the regions have been labeled as a red zone as well. So um, starting November 24th, so next Tuesday, actually a week from today, today's November 17th, they're restricting masses to only 50 people. Hmm. So yeah, you, I guess you hadn't heard. No. Um, so for those of you who are listening, now you know, if you didn't already know, it's probably already going to be, the news will have already been broken by then and it'll be old, but now you all know. It's a pretty good PSA. Um, but also that's only, so it's only for the Toronto, Peel and York regions. Um, but if you're if you happen to be in the Durham and Orangeville regions, regions or the Simcoe regions, um, you're still at the normal thirty percent capacity, which was what it has been for the last uh, five months or so. If if you're listening from Durham or Simcoe or one of those places, Orangeville, Orangeville, um, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, so this fifty percent limit is for masses uh, in the Toronto, Peel, and York regions. Um, also applies to weddings and funerals and other liturgical celebrations. So it's interesting. I mean, I guess, yeah, we've been seeing the whole COVID cases and all of them climb up. It's been crazy. Yeah, it's not. 1,500 plus. Yeah, it's uh, it's not improving anytime soon. So no. prayers for that. Um, okay, so how have your last two weeks been in terms of your faith? Um, it's been okay. It's been kind of on the upswing. Yeah. Um, the two weeks ago? Maybe I had uh, I met with a research director nice. and uh, talked to him a bit about some of the stuff that's been going on and uh, yeah so had had a few good days a few bad days um, but uh, overall just better idea of where I'm at uh, and working on kind of um, I guess surrendering myself to God's grace if you okay. will yeah. yeah so uh, it's been good overall in terms of the overall trend but definitely still ups and downs. Mm. Um. I also met with my spiritual director just this past weekend, and uh, I, not not that this is relevant for today's topic, but just in terms of catching up, um, I was asking him about finding meaning in, in work, yeah, in my work life, and trying to find. I guess, I guess, yeah, the, the Catholic way of going about it is like trying to find God in, in my work life, but mm-hmm. all, just in general, like just trying to find meaning. Because again, I'm an accountant; I just crunch numbers all day. I don't just crunch numbers all day, but that's the stereotype, and uh, it's a fair amount of what I do. Yeah, and um, it's hard to be like. 
how is this actually impacting things that I care about? Yeah, for sure. It's, it's one of those things anyways, but well, I'm sure we'll have an episode about that at some point. We, we did yeah. a pilot on it. We'll, we did, we did. We'll do an actual episode on yeah. it at some point. So it, it, was, it was good to um, get some insight from him, and yeah. um, that's helped me, because that was definitely something I've been wrestling with myself. Yeah. Um, but I think it's... Uh, I think it's interesting when we think about um, the way we go about our faith. And a lot of the times when we talk, we, we talk about going out, going to Mass, yeah. uh, going to adoration, going to confession, um, going to retreats, going to pilgrimages. Sure. I think it's interesting that we always say that we're going to these things because mm. uh, what we want to talk about today is something called, I guess, the primacy of grace, which yeah. is bit of a big concept or fancy words, but um, the whole idea that God has already done a lot of the work to meet us where we are. Yeah. Actually, like, all of the work. It's not even a lot of the work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when we say that we go out to seek our faith or go yeah, out yeah. on our journeys, it's almost like we need to challenge ourselves and, and change that way of thinking to realize that God is already here. Yeah. No, it's, um, it's funny because the temptation, especially when we go to these retreats and the like, is, is to almost think that um, it's it's only in these places that we can find God. And, like, you know, when we go to work, like, work is work and, like, church is church, you know, to, to separate the two um, versus, you know, kind of accepting or, or really diving into, I guess, the theology of um, creation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, if... if we say that God created us, right? What does that mean? What does that kind of expand into? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's 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 uh, definitely a big topic. So how did we stumble upon this topic? We stumbled upon the topic from our, our favorite. <laughs> one day he'll be our guest. One one day he'll know who we are. Um, <laughs> Bishop Robert Barron um, had his homily uh, a couple weeks back, yeah. um, which talked about the primacy of grace. Um, started off talking about like the book of wisdom and some stuff like that but um, really just at the end of it understanding that um, kind of God is pursuing us it's not really up to us to find him necessarily mm-hmm. but rather uh, we are able to open ourselves up to him right? like let, let's think about the relationship that we have with with our father right yeah. um, we you, you touched on creation yeah for whatever reason, and we'll dive into this a bit later, but for whatever reason, God has created us. Um, we we broke that relationship um, through our, our first original sin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the whole story of Adam and Eve and, and um, yeah, our, the fall of humanity, obviously. Yeah. And yet, despite that, he still wants to come out and seek us. Mm-hmm. And he, he's been working at it through throughout history, through all of time, through all of humanity. Yeah. And it all culminates within the um, within the story of G- of him coming down in the flesh. Yeah. And and again coming down in the flesh, coming to meet us, uh, and we we just need to open the door essentially. Yeah. So I, I think before we get too too much further here, um, one thing we need to kind of talk about it is like what do we mean by grace, right? Mm-hmm. I think um, you know we we hear all, all the time like oh this person's so gracious or this is such a grace filled moment or these types of things. Yeah. Um, really, what do we mean by that? Uh, in essence, what we're talking about is, you know, um, God touching our lives in some way, right? 
um, whether it's gifting us with particular talents, mm-hmm. whether it's a miracle, right? Let's say you, you pray to St. Anthony and you had lost your keys and you find it, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's a grace in some ways, right? Um, all of these we consider to be graces, right? So um, essentially what we're talking about with the primacy of grace is saying that primacy being like primary first, right? Like grace all comes originally from God. Mm-hmm. So in whatever form we get it in, right? Whether it be just the fact that we're alive, right? And all of it all comes from there. I've always struggled with that actually. And I'm glad you brought, brought us back there because we we talk about grace so much. Mm. It's just like, Lord, grant us the graces to do this and this. Mm. And um, we go to Mass and we receive communion and we're like, you know, that has given us the grace. Or it, and it just ends there, right? <laughs> and it's like, what does that mean? And, you know, even your definition, it is kind of broad. Like, touch, it's God touching our lives in some way. Yeah. How, like, I, I think that's almost the only way to define it because yeah. there's so many different ways that God can show uh, his love and, and his his power even and sure. um, the gifts that he gives us as you touched on too. Yeah. There, there's so many different ways that God can touch our lives that it, it, the definition almost has to be that broad. Yeah. And, and that's kind of what Bishop Barron gets into in his homily, right? A, a little bit. Um, but, you know, kind of, again, trying to get to the root of it somewhat, but, you know, we're not going to be able to fully define this piece here um, is that if God created us, then any capacity of that that we have, mm-hmm. right? Our ability to think, to reason, all of it, even if we feel like it's of our own power, the fact that, that even exists has to come from God, right? Mm-hmm. So that that's kind of part of the piece here. Um, you know, if we start thinking about things like, um, you know, with regards to our faith life, even the desire to grow in our faith, yeah. even the desire that you, the 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 clicking on this podcast that you guys are listening to right that desire that decision you know if you fall all the way back it's, it's going to come from god right and that's a concept that i think us as kind of commonly catholics we don't really internalize enough mm. again we're so used to saying that we are going to meet god yeah um and that almost places god at like some kind of distance right where yeah. you think about any other religion um we, we think about the deity as some distant power some almighty being yeah and yeah both of those things are true in a sense with with our god but our god is someone who seeks relationship with us yeah and i think i already touched on that um earlier but for him to come down and give us these things like we really we really need to internalize and understand that uh, again what we said off the top how god has done all of the work yeah um to meet us yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely um, when we start to look at our efforts and our efforts on their own, this actually falls into a heresy. Right? I think yes. I mentioned this. I don't know if it was last episode or the one before, um, but it's called Pelagianism. I'm going to spell it. It's P-E-L-A-G-I-A-N-I-S-M. Did you have to look that up before? I did. I'm reading it off of Wikipedia. Um, Reliable. <laughs> so Pelagianism is uh, essentially a heresy that says that grace doesn't, isn't part of the equation. Um, it, it says that, you know, anything and everything that we do is up to us. Um, and, and this really kind of misses a lot of the point, right? Um, it, it, it ignores creation to that degree. Right? Mm-hmm. It ignores God's effect in our lives and his um, participating in our lives. And, you know, kind of, 
you know, this is something that I've been really wrestling with recently, right? Because, you know, well, where do I fit into this, right? Because mm-hmm. it's also not like it's predestination. It's not like I'm just going to sit back and God has already figured it all out for me, right? Mm-hmm. When you say God's done the work, like, yes, God is doing the work and God's done the work, but it's not like I have no, no part to play, mm-hmm. right? Because me being part of his creation means that I'm also part of that work. Yeah. So I think where I'm starting to land on this, right, and what I'm still unpacking is that, um, you know, we in a particular way are able to participate in our own redemption or participate in this grace, right? So it's not just that grace is coming into our lives and it's like, you know, you've been baptized with like this superpower and now you're Superman and, and everything's figured out, mm-hmm. right? It's, you know, here are these little nuggets that you have to help you with everything else that you already have innately and it's going to help you to go the right way. I just came up with this analogy like with as you were talking. So you tell me whether or not this is good. The way I, I might think about of, the, of this is um, our whole academic structure in terms sure. of we have textbooks to give us the knowledge, to yeah. guide us to where we need to be. We yeah. have teachers to guide us where we need to be. Um, those were the only two examples I could come up with. But um, yeah, we have textbooks and teachers to guide us to where we need, need to be in terms of our knowledge and academics. But we still need to write those exams. We need to do it, do the work mm-hmm. to, to study uh, to pass those exams and ultimately, again, get to where we need to be. So a lot of it has already been given to us because if you think about it, um, and this is kind of teacher theory that my roommate has talked to me about before, but like if there was no academic structure, um, a lot of us would just not know what to do. Mm-hmm. No, we wouldn't know where to go. Yeah. We wouldn't know how to achieve certain levels of intelligence. Sure. But because all of this has already been given to us, um, we now have somewhere to point us in that right direction. Yeah. But we still need to do that work to get to get to that end point of uh, of learning all the things that we want to learn. Right. Yeah. So to bring it back to this, it's similarly, um, yeah. God, or actually even even more of a deeper uh, meaning. But God has already done so much of the work to to again come and meet us, to give us all the tools and point us in the in the right direction. Yeah. But to your point, we we can't just take it, um, assume that it's predestination, go on autopilot. Yeah. Um, we have to do our part as well. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, I also want to bring up some imagery from the Bible, uh, maybe to help illustrate this. Um, so, the, I mean, have you seen the Ten Commandments? Uh, I haven't watched it since I was like a kid, I think. Oh, you're talking like the old school one. Yeah. No, I have not. Okay. Um, but we all know the Bible story of, you know, Moses going up the mountain to get the two tablets of yep. the Ten Commandments, right? Yep. So. You know, there's a lot of imagery there of how much work he has to do to mm. climb the mountain, and I, I think that's that's good too because it's not easy for us to to walk to walk on our faith journey. You and I have had our, our trials. Everyone listening has had their trials. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, uh, to your point, to the point of primacy of grace, God is the one who gave him the power and the ability to walk, the yeah. the strength and the endurance. Uh, to be able to climb up that mountain to go and meet him. Right. So it, you know, when you when you think about the story, it might be easy to be like, oh, like all Moses had to do to receive these ten commandments, which have endured throughout the history of of humankind, was to climb a mountain, which a lot of us have already done. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't that. It was God. God willed all of this. God gave Moses all of these um, abilities and gifts, and through Moses was able to give us the ten commandments. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I mean, there, there's so much here, right? I think, um, uh, and we're kind of going in circles here a little bit, but I mean, <laughs> all the same, like the, one of the things that you touched on that, that I also want to highlight, 
and there's a really good series actually on Formed about this, Formed.org. Um, and if you don't know how to get there, you know, you can check your parish website out. Most most parishes have signed up for this at this point. But um, they have this um, series called The Search. And I think in actually mm-hmm. the first episode, it talks about what's unique about our faith in terms of our deity, right? Or, or about God compared to the deities of other faiths, I should say. And one of the big differences is that in many other faiths, the gods are like these temperamental beings that need to be pleased, right? It's, uh, I need to please him so he doesn't flood my fields, mm-hmm. right? Or, or something like that. Um, on the other hand, the Christian faith and the Christian thing is about God continuing to pursue us, right? I think this is one of the pieces we want to talk to here. Yep. Um, you know, you can look at the Bible. This is one of the, mo- the most beautiful descriptions that I've heard of it, right? The Bible as, you know, the world's longest, most profound and most uh, almost diverse love letter, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Of him continually seeking us. Um, and it's just, it's just completely different, right? So, you know, it's um, it goes all the way back to why we were created. You know, we were created out of love for love, um, to, to live in, in communion of love with him, mm-hmm. right? And all the way through uh, the entire Bible story. So let's talk about that um, in terms of, like, you know, we've talked about how uh, God has done all of the work to meet us. But, like, the central question, I think, is also, like, why? Yeah. Um, and not to cop out of it so early, but a lot of it is still kind of, it, it, it's chalked up to being a mystery. Mm. Um, we can never understand God's love. We, we can't witness it. Or, or, sorry, we can witness it, but we, there's no way we can witness it in full or understand it in full. Um, because we are limited by our capacity as human beings, right? Yeah. But for some reason, he did. And and we see it, uh, just like I mentioned off the top, in terms of how he came down in the form of Jesus. He came down in our human flesh. He humbled himself to come down in our human flesh. Because, um, again, he's he's a god. He's a deity. Like, why would he take on the form of his... You could call us underlings. We could yeah. be. Obviously, we don't look at ourselves that way. We look yeah. at ourselves as sons and daughters of God. But um, he could just laugh at us from afar and be like, you guys are, you're all weak people kind of thing. But mm-hmm. no, he loves us. Uh, and he chose to come down to be in human flesh with us so that we could relate to him. Mm-hmm. Um, again, going to this whole primacy of grace concept of, you know, he's doing everything, all, all of the work, yeah. um, even humbling himself so that we can try to understand him in, in some small capacity. Um, and I think it, it comes down to the whole brokenness of humanity. Again, going back to the, the fall of humanity and her original sin. God sees that we're weak. He sees that we've fallen and through his infinite love, through his infinite mercy, he wants to restore us. He wants to bring us back to to heaven, to, to be with him, right? Um Kind of another analogy I have here is um, our parents, right? Mm-hmm. Whenever we get sick, definitely in my childhood, maybe not so much anymore, but whenever we get sick, um, my parents would just kind of put everything aside and do their best to make me better, right? Um, cook me the appropriate food, make me the appropriate medicine. Um, they put everything aside to help their child become better. And in the same way, God is putting everything aside to help his children become better and to ultimately reunite with him. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I think um, I, I was uh, having a conversation about this recently, too. W- when we take a look at, you know, uh, why is God seeking us, it also comes back to the same question of why did God make, create us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, this really uh, goes into the the phrase God is love, right? So God is love not in, not, you know, 
as some superficial thing, but as the entirety of love and such an immense love that it had to become tangible in some way, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, love doesn't make sense without the other, without the thing to love, right? And so, like, that's, you know, part of why we were created, right? And in that same sense, you know, he created us to reciprocate that love with him, right? Um, and so that kind of opens up our free will, right? Because if, if we were created and all we could do was love him, then we would then be creations of narcissism, right? Yeah. Because all we are is to love him. Yeah. So we were created to freely love him because back to uh, one of our second episode, I think, right? It, it isn't love unless it's free, faithful, uh, fruitful, and full. Full. Yes. Um, so that in that sense, right, this is all coming full circle now, right? So, you know, we having original sin, we had the ability to not love him. And so God came down and, and humbled himself in the person of Jesus mm-hmm. to kind of reestablish that kind of relationship. And that's kind of what we're talking about. Like these are the graces, right? Where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, he created us we weren't able to bring our way back or make our way back to him on our own. So he gave us a way back, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, Jesus coming wasn't enough either. So the Holy Spirit is there too to help guide us, right? So these are all the graces that are coming into our life um, as he's pursuing us to, to go back to him, right? I want to drill down a bit into this whole definition of love because, you know, it's it's the, it's the center of all that we're, we're made for. Mm-hmm. It is who God is, Um and it's a bit of a blessing because I was listening to another Bishop Robert Barron homily uh, on my way down. But um, basically, love is essentially is, is essentially willing the good of the other. Yeah. Um, we are called to constantly will the good of the people around us, and we can't necessarily quote unquote will the good of God uh, because He is all good and all loving, and He created us. Right. But on again, re- remembering that God is love, He wills the good for us Mm -hmm. and so he touched on free will like if he was a tyrant if he was a narcissistic deity Mm -hmm. um he could have just created us and forced us to um to worship him yeah um or to do his will yeah but he gives us that ability to choose to turn away from him Mm -hmm. um and i just can't imagine anyone in power yeah whether it's human or a mythological is that a word? Yes. Mythological God, whatever, um, or whatever we see in movies. I can't imagine any kind of God loving us so much that he can, that they will um, allow their own creation to turn away from them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I just wanted to quickly touch on what love means um, because that's what we're called to do is to, yeah. is to will the good of the other. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so, so I guess like, why, why are we talking about this theology so much, right? Because we're, we're spending a lot of time on this. We're talking a lot about, you know, um, what does it mean when we talk about the primacy of grace? Yeah. What, what does, you know, why does all this exist, right? I think for us in particular, this is really kind of tying us back to, um, why we're doing the whole thing, mm-hmm. right? Why we even, um, care about our faith, right? Because, um, you know, a, a lot of stuff doesn't make sense until you start to, I think, internalize some of these pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the mass, like why, why we go to mass and we uh, participate in the liturgy, you know, weekly, daily, whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't make sense until you start to see these pieces. And so, you know, for us and for myself in particular, right, um, it's this is the the other side to... Um, 
polygenism, right? Like to, to looking at taking on too much of my own effort, right? You know, I, I remember saying specifically um, in my spiritual direction, um, I was saying to him like, man, like I felt like I needed to pull up my socks, right? right? And it's very internal. Right. It's very about me, right? You know, um, you know, God's dropping the slack, so I got to pick it up type of a thought, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, the, the primacy of grace is really the other side of that. It's, like, it's understanding, like, no, that doesn't compute. That shouldn't, that doesn't make sense yeah. in the grand scheme of things because he created all of me. So even me wanting to pull up my, my socks is coming from him. Yeah. Right. So yeah. stop thinking it's me type of a deal. Right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm glad you tied it all together because, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, yeah. Cause honestly, we have been hopping a few stones in yeah. terms of like, we started with primacy of grace. And then we went to like creation and we went to like love and yeah. what that means. And then we talked about like, why does God seek us? All of that is tied together by this understanding that uh, of the concept that we talked about off the top of yeah. understanding that God, uh, it's not about us. Yeah. It's not about us. It's, it's about God. It's about how God has already done um, everything to make himself known to us. Mm-hmm. And like you, you could be, you could be in the farthest corner of the world, um, if we're to use another analogy, and you could be living in your own home, and God will travel from the opposite corner of the earth yeah. to your door, and all He has, well, He's going to knock on your door, and all you have to do is open that door. Yeah. And I think that's what we need to realize is is what our faith looks like. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's um, it's 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 all about that surrender, right? Uh, I think another analogy that was in that same talk that we we both listened to was. Um, a commentary that was on St. John of the Cross and it was talking about, you know, summarizing his theology yeah. as in contemporary terms. Um, and if anyone listens to Bishop Barron's um, uh, homily, you'll, you'll just literally hear not even a paraphrase. I'm using the same words, but um, it's a helicopter. God is, a hel- is, is like a pilot of a helicopter looking to land. And the spiritual life or what we're talking about here is trying to clear the ground so that he can, he can land, right? Um it's it's so many of these things um and so like clearing that ground right like there's so much in the way like god is the helicopter pilot he's trying to land he's trying to land in in your life in your heart so that you can do his will do good uh be content be happy be be at peace but he can't because there's so much stuff in the way there's your the worldly attachments of, of power and and money and pleasure um of pride all of those things that we have become attached to yeah that is getting in the way of god being able to land there's um uh, i mean i I feel like we're just his fanboys at this point but there's another uh, series of bishop baron talks right a a couple of them um through the word on fire show i think has them but um the talk is named um oh man i think it's your life is not about you um it's something like that you'll find it but um in it, there is this analogy that comes up. I can't recall where exactly it was from, but it's a really beautiful depiction of, you know, why this is so important, right? Why it's so important to realize that it's, you know, the grace is from God and it's not about our efforts necessarily. It's our participation in his plan and that we, we got to, you know, we've got to surrender those things that are, you know, covering the ground, going yeah. back to that analogy and, mm-hmm. and go back to him, right? So this really... Uh, illustrates it really well it talks about life and the things that society tells us to pursue climbing the corporate ladder climbing the ladder of life and pursuing power 
So that 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 would be analogous to you know it, it being about me and my efforts, right? Like, what am I putting into my career? What am I putting into my life? What am I doing about this, right? And what it talks about is when you climb the ladder, you get to the top, and you realize that you your ladder was on the wrong wall, right?、Mm-hmm. So so the idea is you know. Um, that you have successfully climbed this ladder, but you didn't actually get anywhere.、Mm-hmm. And you know the other ladder was the one that actually got out of where you want, where、right. you were, and that's the ladder that God's calling us to. Right? I think that's a really beautiful、um, imagery to help us see. You know, this is kind of the point. Right? This is kind of it. It's it's not so much that like our efforts are wasted, but we don't want our efforts to be wasted by going up the wrong ladder.、Right? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, so I guess just finally,、uh, you know, what should we go and do, like, do about all this? Right,、mm. we've thrown like a hundred analogies, made like five ep- references to Bishop Robert Barron's <laughs> different episodes.、Um, I think first of all, it's it's recognizing what you already have.、Uh, recognizing we've we've talked about how like this whole episode is about how God has given us all the things that we need yeah. already. Yeah. So let's let's take that time to recognize. The things count our blessings, really, if you if you want to call it that way, yeah.、Um, and just be grateful, and be grateful for for the Lord and and His unending mercy and 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 love and generosity for all the things that He's given you, from the people in your life to the talents that you've been given to the difficulties that you've you've gone through, and how He's redeemed you、yeah. and redeemed those difficulties, yeah. Be grateful for all of these things because they are graces from God. Yeah.、Um, then I think, obviously, we always say pray, right? So spend time in prayer, and I think a lot of the time you need to start saying things to yourself,、uh, vocalizing them, and and that starts the process of truly internalizing your belief.、Mm. And so for this, it's affirm your belief that God is seeking you. That、mm. basically what you said, you know, it's not about you pulling up your socks. Yeah. Or, or trying harder, it's that God is already there. Yeah. All you have to do is, with the analogy again, all you have to do is open that door. Yeah. And God has already come to meet you. So in prayer with Jesus, spend time with with Jesus, and say that like, hey, I know you're already here. Yeah.、Um, you help me get to where I can meet you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then finally, just going back to the helicopter analogy, I think clearing your heart of those worldly attachments, and this is this is definitely hard.、Um, thinking about the things that you're attached to, you know, we had a whole episode on worldly attachment, yeah, potentially episode four, but I don't remember. It's called worldly attachment,、um, in case it's not clear. But you know, clear your heart of being attached to pride, yeah, being attached to your ego, being attached to to、uh, the pleasures of this world, because only then. Can you make the space for Jesus to land? Totally. Yeah, yeah I think、um, a really good prayer to kind of attach to all of this is a daily examine. Yeah. Right. So this is a really beautiful prayer that just it can be short and sweet, and it just lets you reflect on your day, your week, your month, whatever you want to do.、Um, be able to do a, a couple main things, right, or three main things. Is one is、um, to give thanks to God for what's there, right, and this really speaks to that、yeah. exact piece、yeah. about the grace, right, the graces you've received today. Um, to think about what you've done, like when when have you fallen, right? And when have you not, you know, accepted those graces? When have you taken it upon yourself to do these other things? What vices have you let in? And then third, to have the resolve to, you know, accept His grace with renewed fervor, if you will, 
the next day, right? So I think it's a really beautiful prayer to, to pair into all of this. If you want to find that prayer, just Google it, Ignatian Examine, or even Daily Examine, yeah. uh, Ignatian being I-G-N-A-T-I-A-N. It'll, the first link should bring you to IgnatianSpirituality.com, and there's a there's a nice five-step um, guide to, to complete There's that. also a really, really good app to help with this. It's yeah. called Reimagining the Examine. Examine is E-X-A-M-E-N. Uh, it's a really, really great app to help to give, you know, a few different ways to pray and examine. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so yeah, hopefully, I, again, I know we, we jumped around a bit uh, today, but all of it is linked, right? All of it is linked to this whole concept of how God is already present in our lives. Mm-hmm. We just need to invite him in. Um, and we talked about creation. We talked about love. We talked about why God seeks us. All of that to kind of help color this idea of God already being in front of us, yeah. that we don't have to do um, as much work as we need to. Not that we we, we still need to of course, to put in our, our effort, but we don't need to be um, beating ourselves up. We don't need to um, realize, oh, sorry, we do need to realize that God has already done all the work. It's the participation, that, like, right? You're, you're a part of the process, but it's not all about exactly. what you've done. Um, and, and that's that's kind of a freedom, really, a really beautiful freedom to see that, you know, um, your job is to participate in the plan that's already there. So I think just to wrap up this episode, I want to finish off with this quote from uh, another favorite priest of ours, Father Mike Schmitz, um, just in talking about how God loves you um, and how God is already in your life. God doesn't need you to be perfect. He needs you to be his. And I think that really helps color the fact that we need to realize that um, we are already his children. Mm. He loves us. And that's all there is to it. All right, so you'll hear from us in a couple of weeks. Um, hope you guys stay safe amongst this whole COVID, com- COVID pandemic. Um, and we'll be keeping you guys in your prayers. Stay warm, everyone.